this is the education show unlocking opportunities in teaching and learning through collaboration proudly brought to you by zabuza.net yet another edition of the education show so good to have you along with us my guest today is candace preston we'll find out all about candace and what she does in just a bit but before we do that hello candace welcome hello david thank you so much so happy to be here it's wonderful having you on here. Now, now Candice, let's, let's get into, before we dive into what you actually do, uh, give me a bit of history on Candice, sort of, you know, where you grew up, went to school, and, and you know, your journey to get to where you are now. So, I'm a, an East Rand baby. I was born in Benoni, and I still um, live and work in Benoni. And I'm absolutely addicted to education. It wasn't always the case um, from young you know, kind of went through the motions of school and oh, that sort of thing. And as I finished school, I started realizing how much I loved education and actually got back into teaching and became a high school teacher and didn't stop there, continued studying and just got my master's degree, which I'm really proud of. It was a lot of hard work. And then I started realizing that I could help students in different ways because of how I had been helped, you know, I had phenomenal teachers and phenomenal coaches and it just led me to keep exploring and learning myself and then start helping, you know, other people and especially youngsters. I definitely connect well with the younger generation and I find that it's really a, it's a great time in our lives because we are still eager to learn and we haven't kind of gotten stuck in routines. So, yeah, it's where I, also, where I started. And I'm also a netball coach. I'm addicted to netball. Uh, my mom and I actually still play netball together. And we also coach as well. Wow, that's, that's, a, that's a full schedule you have. But let's start at the very interesting place. So you say you're from Benoni. Now, I, I have to let you in on a little secret. So am I, born and bred. Um, and uh, lived lived, well, most of my young life uh, in Benoni. Uh, but... You probably went to the, a different high school to what I did because I used to go to Wordsworth High School. Okay, no, I'm close. So I went to St. Dunstan's College, just oh. down the road. Yes, yeah, St. Dunstan's, very, very nice college, that one. Um, yeah, I, you know, I was, I was uh, you were talking about, uh, you know, you not being the, the perfect student initially. I was horrible as a student. I really was. And uh, this whole studying and learning thing for me was just... I don't know. I didn't get it. Um, and I just felt at the time as well that this book learning parrot fashion stuff wasn't for me, you know, and I, and I, I couldn't do it at all. So you say that you've, you've met people along the way that have, that have helped you in study methods. Because when I was in school, which was a very long time ago, we were still using abacuses. Uh, but when I was in school, um, there was no such thing really as study methods. You got handed the textbook and said, just go and do it. You know, um, has that evolved a lot? And, and, and where do we stand today in terms of, of study methods? Uh, absolutely. I think it has evolved a lot. And, um, you know, for a lot of students, I think they still do experience that frustration because you get to school and you're given all this content, but nobody really sits down and sort of helps teach you how to learn the content. So you spoke about parrot fashion. That was me. I, you know, I could recite my textbook verbatim but the second I walked out of that exam it was forgotten it's like I no, don't want to think about that again and, and I remember studying being really stressful and frustrating and 
it wasn't something I enjoyed doing. It was something I dreaded, but I loved learning, which just seemed so counterproductive. So, you know, it was, for me, it was about exploring how we learn. And I was really excited when I met James Yurster. So James actually did a lot of research into study methods because of his son. So his son had learning difficulties. Now, this was way back sort of in the 90s. And he wanted to help his son. So he developed um, whole brain learning study methods. And I actually only met James a couple of years ago. And just when I finished studying, I was like, no, I wish I had learned this stuff when I was still learning. But I actually started doing his methods. And him and I met, and I was like, more kids need to learn these methods. Because it's not a one-size-fits-all approach to studying. It's really about giving kids different methods that they can use that makes studying more interesting, more fun, and more effective. And, you know, when, we, when studying becomes something more enjoyable, we're more likely to do it more. And in doing so, we get better results. And this opens up more doors of opportunity in our lives so that we can, you know, really do more and pursue more going forward. And just quickly for, for you know, I, I mean, I've, I haven't heard of James yesterday. So, so what are these study methods? I, I did a quick look around and I, and I saw something called whole brain learning. Is that part of it? Yes. So it was originally called Nortundo training um, many years ago. This was in the 90s. And sort of between last year and this year, we've actually rebranded it. So I've come on board with James and we've rebranded the entire company as studytothrive.com purely because we wanted to bring it into the new age. And we also wanted to kind of change the narrative around studying. So James and I've been working with these methods. Now he created these methods years ago, but the, the philosophy behind them is still exceptionally relevant today. So the methods are based on whole brain. So if we have a look at the Einstein brain, Albert Einstein's brain, he had greater synchronicity between the left and the right hemisphere of his brain. And there was something to this. So James did research um, also based on Quibus Nietling and the NBR, all about how we learn based on the left and right hemispheres of our brain. And what we found is that if we can get the left and the right hemisphere to communicate more effectively, we actually learn better. So that's where the whole brain learning model comes in. So the, the Ascend, so Ascend was the original name, Ascend Whole Brain Learning. It's now study to thrive, but it still has the whole brain learning courses. So basically with these methods, it's teaching students to develop both the left and the right hemisphere of the brain. And getting these two brain, these two hemispheres to communicate more effectively so that we can learn anything with ease. And as this becomes easier, we're actually more excited and more inclined to learn. But it's not just learning on a superficial level. It's not just learning and then forgetting it the day after the exam. It's actually learning to develop higher order thinking skills. When our students use these methods, they engage with their content on a whole new level. And they actually start really thinking about the material and going through our higher order thinking phases so that you know they, they just start by knowing this information and understanding it. Then they're going to apply it and analyze and eventually evaluate it 
And the purpose of this is to get to their own ideas. We want students thinking differently. You know, the methods, you can't sort of say to your friend, how would you study this? Because it's not the same way that you would. It's all about going, okay, how can I study this based on who I am and what's going to work best for me? And as the students engage with the content, they start to think differently. And that's what we need today. We keep getting told that students today, you know, they kind of sit back, even in the classroom. I'm often in a classroom and my students want to be told what to do and what to think. And it's not going to work today. They need to start getting more comfortable with thinking on their own, thinking differently. And that's why we need to develop those higher order thinking skills so that they, they can go out into this crazy changing world, think differently, come up with the next Ubers and Netflixes and be comfortable not having the structure of a nine to five, for example. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that you make a very good point there because I think the whole concept of, of structured nine to five, um, particularly this year, has, has gone out the window. And we, we need to be able to be very flexible in our thinking and look for different opportunities. Uh, one of the things we've spent some time talking about uh, is the concept of multiple streams of income, whether you are a, a student, if you're a learner, a, a teacher, anything like that, we've got to have uh, the trendy word these days, I guess, is side hustle. Uh, we've got to have some side hustles going. And without being able to think like this, um, you'd battle to get into that space. One of the things that interests me, though, is that um, I've done a lot of studying of, of neuroscience and things like that. And what you're discussing with this left brain, right brain, um, getting them to talk to each other a bit more is oftentimes described as a flow state. Yes, absolutely. When, when your left and right hemisphere is coming together, it's, it has this great synchronicity where you are actually, you're being challenged, but you've been challenged to a point where you can still take on that challenge and that puts you into that flow state when what you are doing feels effortless you're actually enjoying it you're getting that sense of growth and that sense of satisfaction which is what learning does i mean when you learn anything you are forever transformed and as you take on one challenge you know you're excited to take on the next challenge because you realize you can achieve it and we need to develop our brains. The more we can develop them, learn anything with ease and get into these flow states, the better we're going to perform in all of our different endeavors. Mm. It's interesting that you talk about this because when, when I was at school, as I said, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that people ignored, people didn't talk about. Um, I have, for example, ADD. Um, I also have a, a slight bit of dyslexia. Um, so, I, I couldn't learn the way normal people learned. And then somebody came along and said, uh, do mind maps. And mind maps also didn't work for me. For some reason, what I was able to do is I was able to, and I'd probably just taught myself to do this, almost absorb the information. Um, and I didn't have a specific study style at that stage. If there are children, and I mean, you mentioned James with, with his son with learning difficulties. Does this system work with people like me, like James's son? Absolutely. Because the methods are not this strict, this is how you do it. We've, we've got a couple of different methods. We've got fun things and that we do, fun mnemonics that really help any student and they use it based on where they are, and which is vital because it is. It can't, I don't study the same way you study and 
we are different. Um, I can concentrate for ridiculously long spans of time and like you having ADHD, you can't. No, I've got so, the attention span of a cabbage. <laughs> so this would still work for you because all you would do, so with our methods, we don't like to just teach and go away. So, so I'm basically an academic coach as well. So what we do with our students is we actually, we assess their whole brain so we can tell them, you know, these are your learning preferences. Like you would actually be better. You probably find for you, David, you may be more a right brain thinker where I'm not too sure maybe you prefer kind of thinking about things in images and kind of going on emotion and gut feel. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Okay, so that's definitely more right brain. So what we do is we assess students and we look at everything that they've done. You know, we look at their current methods and what's working, what's not working. And we actually coach them to apply the methods suited to them. So whatever sort of learning situation that they are in, it's about tailor-making it so that it helps them where they are, so that they can flourish. It's, you know, I don't, I don't want students sitting at home frustrated thinking, you know, this sucks, how can I, I can't do this, there's no help, when, you know, we can help them. We can be there and actually help empower students. That's where that, you know, teaching and coaching, everything I do is about teaching and coaching. And um, because... You know, it's, it's enough. It's not enough to just know. You need someone there who can say, okay, let's actually apply it. And that's, you know, for me, I think with my background in sports coaching, that's where it led me to come to academic coaching because taking that idea of assessing a person, seeing where they are, giving them methods and then helping them apply it, sort of like a sports coach would for their athlete and um, for our students, because they, their profession right now is their academics, their studies, and the better they do this, and you know, the better they, or the more opportunities they can create for themselves going forward. Okay, this 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 to me is is absolutely fascinating. Now, did, did I understand you correctly, Candice? You are currently a high school teacher, or have you just have you taught high school and now you're full time uh, in in this job? Um, no, so I am still a um, high school teacher. I love um, being in a classroom and interacting with students. And then I've also got some side hustles. So I do the academic coaching and that on the side. And, um, you know, it's, for me, it was about providing help where I can. And I love sort of still being in a classroom because then I understand what students are dealing with currently and it makes it more relevant. So then when I'm talking to a student and coaching them and in my spare time, I understand what the current situation is in education and I can actually help them based on what is required of them going forward, both in a classroom and in the bigger world. Ah, okay. This, this is, uh, this is it, it's fascinating me, but I need to ask you uh, a couple of questions, though. Uh, in terms of, of the business, uh, Study to Thrive, so it's studytothrive.com. Uh, is, is that online? Do people do that online, um, or, or would they have to see you? How would that work? So we've actually got both options. and um, We used to always just go into schools or varsities um, and actually work with the students in person. And obviously, thanks to COVID-19, we were forced to go online. So we did a lot of sort of Zoom live sessions online. Um, and then we also created an online platform. So that's where the studytothrive.com came in with pre-recorded 
um, courses as well. So we wanted to give students all the options. And what we find is a blended approach is quite nice because, you know, so often you could do a one-day course and you'll remember, you know, what you've learned for about a week or two and then you forget it. So what we find is when our students interact with us in person as well as having an online platform, they can also go and watch the, the lessons again at their own pace, you know, get that repetition. Um, and then we also combine the coaching. So it's not just here's a method, good luck. It is here's the methods, let's start putting it into, into your daily life and the way that you study. And we really like to, to coach the students. And I have an awesome student right now in my trek. She's busy writing her finals and she's been working with me this year. And her and I have kind of sat, she's gone through the methods, I've taught her how to apply it. She still like will send me some study notes and she's like, okay, does this look right? Or am I kind of approaching it from the right angle? And I mean, her teachers were blown away because she improved in her prelims more than she's ever improved before. And it was so exciting to actually see all her hard work um, coming to fruition. That is, I think that's phenomenal that you're doing it. The question that I want to put to you now, and, and this is always one because, you know, I, I, I've grown to love the, 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 the concept of education and certainly the people that are involved in the education field. Um, this show brought to you by Zabuza.net. Uh, Malcolm Moy is the founder there. Um, to meet people like him, uh, uh, Lisa Illingworth from Future Proof, they're just so dedicated and so passionate about what they do. And I'm picking the same up for, for you here as well. What is it in terms of, of, of cost-wise, though? What are, what are we looking at? Because I know, obviously, this is a business that has to run. But also in this country, we've got hundreds of thousands of students that may not have access or the funds to do this kind of thing. Are you looking at doing something for them as well? Oh, absolutely. So in the beginning, um, you know, depending on the organizations we work with, we really try and make sure that there's no students who can't do the course. And with our online platform, it's been fantastic because we took our intermediate certificate, which is basically, it's our one day course, but it's the base program. So, you know, once you've got that, you really, you can take the methods and run with it. And normally, you know, one day course for that would be about 1,500 rand per student. But thanks to our online platform and also sort of being able to interact online, we've brought it down to just 250 Rand per student for 12 months access. So they could watch it over and over and over again for an entire year. But we've even got options now with um, our bigger institutions, schools, universities, where we actually create um, sort of a designer package for them where they're getting the online platform, they're getting one-day courses, and they're getting coaching um, from me, depending on their needs and that sort of thing, for much, much less per student. And, you know, for us, it's, we are in business. We do need to make money. Um, but it's about how many students we can empower. And we don't want to leave students behind because we believe in this. Um, James, so... James has worked with a lot of nonprofits and they even worked with Alexander High and helped that school, those students just improve so much. Um, and for us, it is, it's, it's about helping empowering those students more than anything else. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. And, and it, it, I guess that you guys are going to be doing something like that just from, from the short time I've spoken to you. Uh, this sounds like the kind of thing, though, that teachers should go on as well. Um, 
is is it something that the teachers should uh, develop a knowledge about because surely then they could share that kind of stuff with their students yes absolutely so we actually do teach this to students i mean to teachers sorry i actually just um launched our whole brain teachers course online and um, this morning we were quite excited we've done the editing and got it all up and running and what we do is with the teachers so when we work with organizations as well oftentimes we put the teachers through through the whole brain teachers side of it where they go through the methods like a student would so they also understand it and then we give them tools on how to then apply it into the classroom and that really does help because now the students are getting it you know that repetition they're learning it from me the teachers are incorporating it into the classroom and it really just gives so much more um, to every single student and i mean some of the teachers are stunning as well so sometimes it helps them well it does it helps them with their with their studies and completing that going forward I, and i think that's amazing because i would think that that if teachers learn some of these skills they could probably incorporate those into their lesson plans into the way they present information because that was one of my big things i mean i had an english teacher who is incredibly engaging and told stories and really brought the english the, the subject of english alive for me i did exceptionally well in that classroom uh my my accounting teacher was as dry as the sahara and there was just no personality there at all uh and i i never got accounting never ever got it didn't understand it um so you know if you're doing this whole brain method of 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 learning and you start to try to sort of incorporate that in your lesson plans i would imagine that would be great surely this is something you do as well yourself in your teaching oh absolutely and it is it's about making the lessons come to life and there's a lot of phenomenal teachers doing incredible things and once you know most teachers are really eager to learn i mean that's why they teach so when different methods and things come along they're like more than happy to kind of learn about it and bring it into their lessons to make it more engaging and exciting and you can really have fun with it and um, some of our one of our mnemonics is the brain chain and it is so much fun to do where you actually creating pictures in your head and associations and it helps the kids learn the material and i mean as a teacher when your students do well you know you're doing well so i mean we love empowering um teachers we've actually also just got our first um licensee on the western cape lucinda jansen she was very excited to also she's also a teacher and um, who's taking this on as her side hustle but she said she she wants to bring it into her classroom but she doesn't want to just limit it there she wants to help more students and yeah absolutely you know the the teachers once they learn this they can really they can have fun with it and bring it into their classrooms and focus more on the new ways of teaching which is very much learner centered having them think not just you know talking at them all the time Okay yeah you know it it reminds me because when 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 the whole outcomes based education concept came into play a little while ago I was like brilliant and then it it sort of fell on its face but I think it was because uh teachers weren't ready for it and ready for the way they do it but I think we're getting there now You mentioned something interesting though Catherine and and uh, we are running out of uh, Candice sorry I'm calling you Catherine because I'm I was about to ask you a question about money savvy Um we are running out of time though so before before we go um you talked about your side hustles we've recently spoken to Catherine Main 
from Money Savvy Kids and they have a license option as well. And you are, in fact, one of the licensees for, for Catherine, for her Money Savvy Kids, aren't you? Yes. Uh, so my other passion is definitely finance. Um, from young, I was taught re- like how to manage my finance as well, thanks to my mom. And I just know how important it is to become financially literate. So when I met Catherine May, we were really, really excited about what she's doing and, yeah, became her East Rand licensee. And, again, it you know comes back down to what I love doing, which is teaching and coaching. And it kind of aligns so nicely because a lot of the times, especially my varsity students that I work with, you know, I teach them the whole brain learning methods and they're studying well and they get these awesome degrees and they go out into the world. And now it's like, okay, you know, I've done the hard work, I've got the opportunities, now I'm making money. But now, you know, how do I manage this money? And, you know, what can I do to start saving and investing and actually building up this financial freedom so that all my hard work at school and adversity has actually paid off and is creating that financial gain for me. So I was really excited. I love working with Catherine Main and empowering young people as well in their financial education. Yeah, listen, what, I think what Catherine's doing is, is some amazing stuff. But it sounds to me that you're doing equally as amazing stuff. And you mentioned, do you guys also work on a, on a licensee basis? So if somebody's listening now and they go, hey, you know, we'd be quite keen to, to be able to uh, present this, this, this method. Do you offer that? Yes, absolutely. You know, we're trying to expand and reach more students. Um, and I mean, it's now just um, Lucinda, who's in the Western Cape, and myself here and in the East Rand. So we, we're looking to expand. And yeah, if anyone is interested in a license, they're more than welcome to contact me. Fantastic. And then just before you wrap up, because, you know, doing the netball and having all of these businesses and being a coach isn't quite enough for you. Uh, you've written a book as well. Tell me briefly about the book. Yeah. So all of these things, I know it sounds like I'm doing a lot of different things, but they all really just interrelate so well. And so I learned a lot over the past 15 years and I kept thinking, you know, I wish that I could teach my younger self this stuff. 15 years ago, so that I could achieve success sooner. So then I I sat down and I started sort of writing down these different lessons and the things I'd learned, the things I'd tried and that had worked. And that led me to write a book. And it's called From Teen to Adult, The Real Stuff for Success. And it's basically taking everything I've learned and the things that have worked and the things that I think young people should know. And then again, also coaching them to apply it into their lives so that they can get the results. They can learn those lessons sooner and achieve success sooner in their own lives. Brilliant stuff. Now, now if somebody wants to get the book, for example, do you have a central place where we can get the book and all of the information or is are there different places? So everything is a little bit all over at the moment. So the book is actually in the process of self-publishing. But if you want to find out more, studytothrive.com is the website they can go to to find out about that. And we also are on social media, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Otherwise, if they want to find out how to get hold of the book and find out more about me, then they can actually just connect with me on LinkedIn. So all we do is we look for Candice Preston on LinkedIn and you will be there and they can ask you any questions they'd like. Yes, absolutely. I love questions. I love interacting with people and you know, finding out more about them as well. Brilliant stuff. 
Candice, it's been an absolute joy speaking to you today and uh, I wish you every success and I'm sure, you know, from Zabuza as well, we wish you all of the success. Once again, uh, if you want to find out uh, more about this whole brain learning, uh, studytothrive.com is the place to go. If you want to connect with uh, Candice directly, look her up on LinkedIn. Candice Preston is the person you're looking for. Candice, I'm sure we'll be talking again and I'd like to hear some more success stories from you. But uh, as I said, thank you for your time and uh, all the very best to you going forward. Thank you so much, David. It's been absolutely awesome. There we go. That was my special guest on this edition of The Education Show, Candice Preston. To each and every one of you, have yourselves a great time and thank you for listening. That was The Education Show. Simply learn. Join the conversation on zibuza.net. That's Z-I-B-U-Z-A dot net.